Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about the effects of alcohol on our senior population. Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We're really happy to have you folks here. Thank you so much for joining us. We've got a great topic to talk about today, probably one of our favorites. Mm -hmm. um, great discussion. And uh, But before we jump into that, I just want to mention uh, to also check out our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. We have all of our curated content there from our YouTube videos or workouts, all the workouts that Meredith puts together on a weekly basis, as well as all her articles, these podcasts, and a whole lot more. To make sure you stay up to date, please sign up for our newsletter, which you can do right there on the, on the website. Get all of our content delivered to your email inbox uh, every week, once a week. And um, so make sure you check that stuff out. We really appreciate it. And before we jump into the topic, I also want to say that this is our 50th podcast Whoa. episode. We've hit number <laughs> 50. So, uh, yeah, that's been been pretty, pretty cool to see the podcast grow and, and to see the numbers come in. Um, thanks to you all out there for tuning in to the podcast. It's been a really good opportunity for us to connect with you folks and uh, just share a lot of stuff, a lot of content, um, hopefully meaningful content to you all uh, that we do not get a chance to cover in the videos in Meredith's workouts and stuff like that. We like providing this kind of as a, a um, uh, an addition to what we mm -hmm. try to do with the physical workouts. Yeah. So thank you for all that. So today we're talking about the effects of alcohol um, in general, but of course also in our senior population. Right. Especially with seniors, because it does affect seniors differently than when we're younger. Mm -hmm. um, and seniors have a tendency to drink for different reasons than just social hours, although that is a big reason. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, they really like that, especially in communities where they get together. Um, it's a good social time. Um, but it, again, like, you, like I said, it affects us differently as we age. So just thought it would be a good topic to touch upon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that we had a discussion uh, about this and you kind of said that this would be a great topic to talk about. And you brought up, again, you, just now you brought up some really mm. good uh, pointers and, and ideas that we probably don't think about too much, you know, right. how our seniors do drink for different reasons and they have their own reasons why they may celebrate and things like that. Right. Or, you know, you don't have to celebrate to have a beer or have a glass of wine. No. <laughs> um, but so what is your experience uh, when you have worked with seniors you've worked with seniors in the past uh you know what do they what are their thoughts on mm -hmm. alcohol consumption in general um i've met many who drink quite a bit more than i actually thought they would <laughs> um and saying that I, I just for some reason i thought you know you especially as you age because the alcohols break down differently in your body you feel effects of alcohol much faster drinking the same amount. So say you have one glass of wine. When you're younger, up to 60 years of age, it you may not feel anything. When you get older, especially over the age of 65, then even higher than that, having that same glass of wine, you feel effects from it much faster because the alcohols break down differently in the body, because 
the muscle that we have in our body as we age goes away, it goes down, the fats go up. That's just the way it is, unfortunately. Even if we work out a ton, that's just what the body does. Um, And so the brain, the heart, everything is affected. Those internal organs are affected differently. You feel it much faster just because of age. So I was surprised when I hear how many people drink so much, you know, um, a glass or two of wine a day. Okay, that's fine. But there's there's a lot of drinking going on in mm-hmm. seniors more than I actually thought there would be. <laughs> um, and you mentioned that when this, of course, this is pre-COVID times when we right. weren't um, <laughs> allowed to go in, but you were working with seniors uh, at a living community. Yes. And you did mention that they would have happy hour. Yes, it was probably the most social fun time that everyone looked forward to. Some would even come down with their own glasses to be filled. Um, <laughs> they were only allowed two, though, because, I mean, obviously, cost reasons, but mainly because they were trying to keep the number down. But it would go from they might meet before social hour in somebody's uh, apartment, have a drink, come down, have their two, go up to dinner, have another two because mm. they were allowed to at dinner, and then keep going from there. Um, that sounds like something I'd like to do. <laughs> no, because then it becomes... <laughs> A daily thing, it becomes, which we'll get into more, the many risks that are involved with that, but especially with seniors, um, it's not a good thing. Mm -hmm. But it becomes habit for whatever reason, whether it is social. Um, I think a lot of it is depression and loneliness. A lot of it, um, they've lost someone, uh, widowers, or they've lost a partner, spouse, family, close to them, friends. And that's the way they can get through their days, um, is having that drink so they don't think about it so much. Mm-hmm. And you see that. Um, so, yeah, it's it's th- for those reasons. Of course, having a drink or two a day at that eight-ounce mark for your wines and your cocktails, and I think it's 10 or 12 for beer, that's fine. But men and women, very different <laughs> also. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what is the difference between, um, you know, men and women that you have seen and that you have experienced with uh, as far as the consumption, mm. what types of consumption, what it, what problems may arise? I'd say it's about the same. Um, men and women drinking. Uh, men can hold more because their bodies, even though they do lose their muscle as they age and gain fat, Women do that faster because we kind of start when we're in our late 30s as men don't start until they're in their 50s with that process. So women feel the effects much faster. So not saying they can't hold their liquor as much because I don't like, you know, that even being a term. But um, men then men will drink more, though. I've, I've seen that mm-hmm. <laughs> because then they're probably not feeling it, I guess. So they drink more. And it... Um, uh, it turns into many, many falls. Let's say that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, many accidents. And that's a generalization. That's across the board. That's not just at the senior community. That's at home as well. That's when you're living on your own. Um, the number of falls that occur because of alcohol is astronomical. It's like 60% of the ones that go to ER are because alcohol was somehow involved, which is amazing. Um, because it's such an easy, we think it's such an easy thing to limit or stop. So that doesn't have that effect because we all know 
the last thing you want is a fall. But if you're already unsteady and then you add alcohol to it, it just it it brings you over that that edge. Mm-hmm. On top of that, if you're taking medications, which most seniors are, the interaction of alcohol with most medications, even over the counter, if you have a cough and you're taking cough syrup that's filled with alcohol, then you drink more alcohol on top of it. It makes you sleepy. It makes you um, incoherent. It, it it fogs up your brain. And then, of course, makes you more of a fall risk. You're more prone to that. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I can see the, um, you know, even if, if you're on any kind of medication, whether you're whatever age you are, they always say, make sure that if you're drinking alcohol, don't take this medication or, you know, exactly. don't mix it. Don't mix it. Don't. It's just a bad idea to do that. Yes. Aspirins um, or and Tylenols. I mean, many, many people, especially seniors, take one baby aspirin a day to help thin their blood if they're not on Coumadin or any other type of blood thinner. Mm-hmm. Well, then the effects of that, you're already hurting your liver so to speak when we're taking these tylenols and aspirins and things and then you put alcohol on top of it um at astronomical amounts sometimes <laughs> and you're you're really hurting the body i mean yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. i'm trying to get it's like say a nice thing about it but i can't because <laughs> there's so many i mean it it does things to your blood vessels so sometimes um, if you're not truthful with your doctor and you go in and you may have a heart issue and they can't find it um, because you say, yeah, well, I have a couple drinks and it, it masks the way the body is inside if, if you're not truthful about everything that you're really doing. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, we, we don't condone having alcoholic drinks or drinking them. Um, but what we want to get across is what what things should we keep in mind uh what things right. should we what things should we keep in mind so that we can enjoy it safely and responsibly exactly. yeah um, yeah exactly and and you know everybody everybody has effects differently yeah. and everybody should be able to enjoy themselves and relax and whatnot we just want to make sure that obviously with these tips that you bring to us that everybody can enjoy it safely and responsibly right so what kind of ideas and tips do you have for people or someone who you know, is drink, does drink on a regular, Mm -hmm. what should we also remember to Uh, make sure that we can do it safely? I would say first and foremost, if you're drinking daily, take a step back from it and look at how much you're drinking, number one, and why you're doing it. Because you could be trying to mask something. It may not just be, I'm doing it because... Um, it's a social hour time and it, it is nice, right? If you do drink, not everybody drinks. If you do and everyone else is drinking, you have a glass of wine with them or a cocktail, whatever it, your, your choice of beverage is. Um, but if you're sitting at home and you're drinking and drinking and drinking, um, you need to look at why. You know, you say, oh, well, it'll help me go to sleep if I have this one glass of wine. Well, it doesn't actually help you sleep better, though. We think it does, but it actually makes you sleep worse. You might pass out, (laughs) but your body is never getting into that full REM sleep mode with alcohol involved with that. So is that really why you're doing it? Um, That's first and foremost, I think. And then look at how much you are drinking. See if that can be scaled back. Again, they do say... um, no more than seven drinks in a week is what a recommendation is um, from. 
Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. I don't know which, what institute said that, but that's one. So um, women, one a day. Men, they do say, can have one to two because, again, of the difference in size and muscle and fat. Um, so see if you can limit it to that um, and look at what you're drinking, how much of that that you are drinking, and learning how to be safe with it. So, of course, no driving. <laughs> That's a given if you are mm-hmm. drinking. Um, there are many, many crashes, though. Seniors looking at numbers and statistics where alcohol was related with them because they thought they were fine. Um, so no no driving if you do have even just one drink. <laughs> even just one out with someone or wherever. No driving. Make sure that people do know that you are drinking. Um, and that might sound weird, but even if you live in a community, you live on your own, let people know that you you generally do have a few drinks a night. Because if they don't hear from you, there could be a reason why. You may have had an interaction with your medication. You may have had a fall. Um, you could have been taking a bath, but you were drinking before that, and then you got incoherent. Mm-hmm. And everyone needs to know. And again, this is like a topic that should be should be fun in some ways, but um, there are so, so many effects with seniors. And of course, the fall risk. You just need to make sure you're super, super safe. And if you start feeling the effects of alcohol, you need to sit <laughs> and you mm-hmm. need to stay seated. Don't try and all of a sudden to go dance or walk down the hall or anything. Um, just stay stay put. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, the whole idea of drinking alone, maybe not that much of a great idea. No, because there are so many. I mean, I've heard so many, many, many stories um, where someone just, you know, in the communities that they they keep tally on when people are coming and going, and they know. So that's a really great part of living in a community as you get older. And um, people have fallen, and they couldn't reach a pendant to let them know. They couldn't reach a phone and they were there for eight hours and walk in to find empty bottles sitting on the counter, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the reason why. Mm-hmm. And it's very sad, but it's scary, too, when you think about it. Because <laughs> it's such an easy thing that you think would be, of course, I can limit my alcohol. I, I can watch that. But um, again, there are reasons why sometimes we drink. It's not just a social thing. Um, there's underlying things that are going on in us, and it masks a lot of pain. Um, but then that on top of medications, again, we're masking a lot. Mm-hmm, <laughs> we're messing mm-hmm. with the entire body. Yeah, uh, I, I can definitely see, you know, the challenges that will come up, up come up when 
alcohol is brought into the picture and mm-hmm. there's no bigger time that alcohol comes into the picture during the year other than when the holidays come around. That's the biggest one. More falls happen during yeah. the holidays because of alcohol related. Yeah. So that, that's my, my uh, curiosity mm-hmm. is how do the holidays affect consumption and, mm-hmm. and what, what effect does that have on, on the community? Um, same. Yeah. It just becomes more. Um, if there's a party, everyone kind of knows there's going to be more falls. There's going to be more incoherent um, people walking around, not remembering where their room is, not remembering where they're supposed to go. Um, and think about that of someone who has to go home. Um, when you get older, you go to a party and then how do you get home? Do you, do you even know how to use the different, um, things that are out there that you don't have to drive with that will drive you to Mm -hmm. and from, um, so that becomes an issue. So learning how to limit, um, learning to make sure you pace yourself. That's another, you can keep drinking, but take your time one an hour um, and eat. Many times people just don't eat enough. And as we get older, most seniors don't eat enough as it is. So alcohol is going to have even more of an effect on you. You don't have anything in your system to even help absorb it. Have a good hearty meal before you start drinking. Sounds silly, but it's it helps. And then you're full. You won't drink as much too because there's already so much in your belly. There's only so many places it can go, right? So you'll take your time a little bit. It'll force you to pace yourself. Mm-hmm. So those are just a couple other pointers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, staying hydrated. Yes, oh, definitely. Alcohol is a major dehydrator. So um, make sure you even have a, if you have a cocktail, pace yourself with it and then have a glass of water and um, know that it's okay, no matter where you're at or who you're with, to say, no, I don't really want another drink right now. Thank you, though. Mm -hmm. It's okay to say no, thank you. (laughs) People respect that, too. Um, it's much easier to just go, yeah, of course I want another drink, but say, say no, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, especially with these holidays, uh, when those come around, it's not the holiday season currently, right? but, uh, it definitely has an effect on the amount of consumption that is taken in, not just by seniors, but overall in general. Yes. Um, (laughs) And right now, I mean, we are talking during, um, the COVID times, and Mm -hmm. they're still going on with a lot of lockdown, a lot of quarantine still, and rates of alcoholism have gone up right now, and seniors included, Mm -hmm. because you're stuck inside. You're you're thinking lots of different things. You're lonely. You're depressed, whether you know it or not. (laughs) Um, And we mask with alcohol across the board, all ages. Mm -hmm. So... um, Keeping that in mind too, yeah, it's not just during holidays or stressful hard times, and yeah, it's it's any time. Yeah, this time especially, like you mentioned, with the the era we're living in right now with COVID, yes, uh, definitely alcohol consumption has gone up. So, what what tips do you have for someone who may be just in in a place where they are drinking too much and it is affecting their lives? You know, they're not mm-hmm. a social drinker; they they are having an issue with controlling alcohol and it's affecting their lives it could be physically dangerous to them you know or it both in maybe a living community or independently um how do we get help um reach out to someone if you that's why i said for the first thing was see why you're doing it why are you drinking so much if you're not just having one or two 
why are you drinking so much? If you are looking at it and saying, it's because I'm trying to mask this feeling I'm having or other reasons, reach out to someone, family, friends, let them know. And then you may need to talk to your doctor who will then get you some help that you need so you can learn how to deal with what essentially is an alcohol addiction. Um, Don't say it like it's bad. Don't think you're a bad person. It's not. (laughs) But finding whatever resource there is, there's many, many out there. Um, You could go to meetings, you can call someone, you can just talk one-on-one with someone. There's many different ways you can do it. Um, But really reaching out to friends and family first and foremost, and then probably your physician and go from there. Mm -hmm. All great advice, Mm -hmm. especially if you are struggling with alcohol addiction. Mm -hmm. Um, So important to get help out there because we are living in unprecedented times. Yes. And there isn't a lot of ways that we can check ourselves or people check up on us because literally Mm -hmm. we're supposed to be away from each other. Yes, (laughs) Um, exactly. So it's so important (laughs) that we do keep in mind the the risks that are involved with consuming too much alcohol. And if you're just a casual drinker, just things to keep in mind to keep you safe so that you don't get hurt. Different times of the year too when Mm -hmm. you do have a tendency to drink more, but we don't think about, you know, ways that we can go about doing it (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to keep us safer. Yeah, and it's it's it really is the last thing we really think about when we start having some drinks and right. being happy with friends is our safety. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you don't think about it. You think list. I'm going to be fine. And usually, right, when you've had a couple of drinks, everyone goes, oh, I'm fine. Of course I'm fine. Yeah. You're yep. not, though. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, and that's a great discussion today. Uh, we really wanted to talk about this. We'll probably bring this into another episode in the future. Yes. There's so many aspects to this, and we we like to fit as much information as we can in. Uh, but for now, we're definitely happy with being able to provide this information with you on, on alcohol consumption. It affects everyone, mm-hmm. especially in our senior population. Uh, we really, really enjoy getting our best knowledge out to you so you can make the decisions on how mm. you can live safely and responsibly and stay happy while you do it. That's right. So thanks, for everybody, for joining us. Really appreciate you on this podcast today. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget to, to check out our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Uh, sign up for our newsletter, get these podcasts and all of our content from our workout videos to our articles, these these podcasts and a lot more uh, delivered to your inbox on a weekly basis. So thanks again, everybody. Thank we'll see you next time. Hey everybody, Jared Sebastian, host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.